Alright guys, and welcome back to episode 8, technically part 2 of Great Minds Think Alike. I am sorry again for the lateness of this episode because I had to watch my my good aunties and my grandmamas Patty LaBelle versus Gladys Knight versus on Instagram. Still happening now as we speak, but this is about to be posted while it's almost done. Anyway, um, yeah, this is the second part. Um, we kind of get into more about how we are feeling. And um, there's a little bit of audio issues here and there. I couldn't really fix that, but uh, don't worry. It's not that stressful. It was stressful for me listening to it. But um, thank you again for all this love and support I've been getting on my podcast. I actually have to get out of my comfort zone and start posting it on my social medias because honestly I won't be able to branch out anywhere without posting and I've gotten a lot of support just based off me sending it to my close friends um greatly appreciate it there's only two more episodes left of the season and I'm only going to take a small break because school has started back I am currently enrolled in two seven classes almost said two for some reason seven classes and i'm it's it's a lot right now it's very stressful and i'm trying to like get myself together um so we'll probably resume i don't know the dates i'll probably have a more concrete date in next episode or the last one to be honest but i greatly appreciate everyone who has tuned in and listened to the podcast so far we're eight episodes in you know that means us eight freaking weeks do you understand how but like i am proud of myself it's two months anyway um said like the switches like there are some people that have so many switches already invested in their mind and it's like you don't understand that if you treat a person like shit and you already have such an emotional stake in their life like you don't understand what that you're doing to that person like where and that's not fair and especially coming from like two Aquariuses, like don't do it to us because mm-hmm. like we actually are your friends we actually care like we are the ones that are you could call and be like yo like i'm ass out like can you help me out and we'll take the time out of our day to help like you cannot this is shit not everybody does you know and it's not because we're good people it's not because like oh you know well amber's nicer than i am but like it's not like oh man i just love helping people that's not what the fuck i'm that's not the, that's not my ministry like it's not, it's not what i'm on this planet to do like there are some people that are here to help and they only just are selfless that's not what i'm doing that's not how i move and but if I so if I take the time to help you, it's like yo, like I really just put my shit on hold for this, like, and you can't just you can't just be treating those type of people like shit, like you just can't because it's like it's the same way that it's 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 bite the hand that feeds you, like you cannot do that, like you cannot, and you're right. The only way of controlling it is that emotional deconnection because like. There are some people that can't even have that deep of a connection with anyone and that was their first problem is they they immediately saw you as somebody that like cares a lot about them and that is super trash like where in your situation i think that's what happened and i think that's what happened in my situation too i think um in your situation mm-hmm. automatically that person knew that you were the kind of girl that was going to care about them point blank period like like you are ride or die friend and it's the same thing with me but a lot of people don't understand like if you have a ride or die person in your life you need to understand that that person has another life like like whatever whatever is going on in your life that you have a ride or die friend and most of us do don't get me wrong but you always got to remember what the fuck is going on in that person's life like you can never expect your ride or die friend to be there for you all the time and you're not there for that person you can never expect your ride or die friend to be there for you if you treat that person like shit like right why would that person do that like why would they do that what just because they're a ride or die person like no they're not a ride or die person nobody's nobody does that like, like nobody does that like no it's sad Oh, you know, I just have to be like, oh, well, I'm going I'm to I'm just rock. Like, I don't want to say what I want to say, but I know I'm going to have to say what I want to say. 
I might hurt some feelings. At the end of the day, I won't care. But here we are. Yeah. So. And I've been, no, and how I feel about that, like, I'm gonna hurt some feelings kind of talk is like, there's no such thing as I'm gonna hurt some feelings. Like, straight up, like, you're not. Like, I, granted, I've never had someone cut me off because point blank period, I feel like you need to be a pretty bad friend to get cut off. And I've never been a bad friend, not in that way. Um, but you, I feel like if you ever get cut off or if you ever have somebody come to you and say like, man, like you just, you really have like, I, I just can't do this anymore because blah, 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 like it could be a breakup, it could be anything. You don't feel like your feelings are hurt it's kind of exactly like what I honestly want to do. It's more just you have to deal with how true everything that person is telling you is. And sometimes that is what what makes people like quote unquote get hurt. It's just like, nah, bro, you're just processing how correct I am right now. Like you just, you actually just cannot handle the fact that another person is telling you like, yo, like you aren't shit in this way. And that's that like right i mean i already had that technically happen too in uh college uh sophomore year to where like they're like um you're a bad friend but all i was there i was legit there when nobody else was they had other people tell me i was the bad friend and i'm like all these people telling me i'm the bad friend you weren't they were never there like i I shouldn't have done half of what I did if I'm a bad friend. I would never. But you know what? I, I take it and I live with it and I learn from it. So if anybody was to call me or any, you or like anybody a bad friend, I'm like, y'all a bunch of bullshitters. Y'all don't know what the hell y'all talking about. Y'all need help. Sorry. Um, I could call somebody to get you some help because that won't be me. Don't call my number no more. Don't hit me up asking, hey, I got to talk to you. None of that because you don't know what a friend is, period, because you've never been one. Yeah. And like, yo, I'm in therapy. Um, this is a real thing. This is a fact. When you're not emotionally ready to handle something, the first thing you'll do is reflect back what is being pushed at you. It could be anything. It's 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 human nature, actually. Like literally back in the day when another human threw a fucking flaming stick at another human. You want to know what that human tried <laughs> to do? Light a stick on fire and throw it back at that motherfucker. Like that's what that's literally how people do it. And a lot of times when you tell someone like you're a shitty friend and then they come back and they're like, you're a shitty friend. All that means is that they immediately knew you were right. And the only thing they can do is say it back to you. Because if you cannot process in that moment to say something else, it means you know I'm right. You know I'm right Right. and you're just having a reaction. Like you're actually just having a reaction. And that, and once once you get to that point, you know that person's not, evolved enough to be your friend because that person doesn't actually want real friends in their life that person just wants people around them right and don't get me wrong everybody loves having people around them like like obviously Mm -hmm. no no i mean as in like i'm an introvert i don't want y'all niggas around me but it's like everybody wants uh attention like that's a thing like that's a human trait like everybody needs attention but there are some people that physically need people around them the to most. give them the attention yeah right. and like okay that's different than a friend and you need to learn that about yourself you need to learn that you want people to give you attention you don't want friends like different thing completely different thing I don't know if I should grow up, but I don't know if I should say this though to add it in. I, I, if I need to cut it out, I will. But I don't. I just think that the people I think who've grown from needing attention to knowing who's around them as friends are both Antonio and 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 Josiah. Now, I think Antonio has grown a lot more in that aspect. Yeah. Joe, no, I, I not. 100% agree. 
he's getting there no i think here's the thing like i really do like this is the craziest thing is like i love that i'm friends with joe because like as the listeners will know me and joe are so fucking different like they're opposite <laughs> like i'm t- I, like honestly one is in purple and the other one's in yellow like it, it's like i don't even know they're not on the same spectrum yeah like the best way of explaining it is like if if you can think of two things that are more opposite it's straight straight yin it's straight yin and yang, yang, yang. Where, where it's like we don't i will never have the same mind Joe will never have the same mindset as me. But the one thing I can appreciate about Joe is the fact that it's he isn't acting that way because he doesn't know what's going on. He's acting that way because he's not, he is not adding one ounce of bullshit at all. Where it's just like, <laughs> at least you know exactly how he feels. 100% right now. Oh, no, no. Yo, most definitely. Joe is probably the loudest broadcaster with his emotions. You are going to know what mood he is in at what time, at the specific time and date. You will not be a millisecond off. You will know what he's in right away. As soon as you look at him, you're like, oh. And you're happy? Oh, bet. Oh, you're mad? Ah. (laughs) And, And I think the thing that connects us both is, for example, we're both artists, where you know what that means is Joe is actually a pure person we're like if you can give me your raw emotion right now it means you are right there with yourself you know exactly how you feel where it means that person will never lie to you that person will never do no bullshit that person will never lie they'll never cheat they'll never steal from you they'll never do anything that person will most likely do the kindest thing for you because they're so intact like with their own emotions like with their heart that like, yeah, they're wild and crazy because they're just, they're just doing. But the but the fact of the matter is, is like they're 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 people at their rawest form. We're like, that's a person, like that's a real person. And like we were saying, the people that are running around needing attention, you're not, you're barely a real person. Like you don't really know yourself. You don't know yourself through sixty. Like if you think you all you need to get by is attention. You don't know yourself 360 like you don't you don't love yourself <laughs> that means you don't love yourself <laughs> it's like this is there's so much shit going on with you that you probably don't even know like wow like somebody like joe like that really is what you see is what you get and like you better I take it or now, leave it and and the beautiful thing is now that he's getting older he's starting to understand from like me beating it into him that like there is a lot of depth to how you feel. We're like, don't let anybody just tell you you're you're reckless or you're wild. No, there's actually a lot of depth to that. Like, you're not wild. You actually are living life how it should be lived. Like, you shouldn't give a fuck about what person A, B, C, or D gives a shit about. Like, that's not your life. That's not, what the fuck are you gonna do? Like, you're not paying my bills. Like, like, <laughs> like, like where I, I feel like in another life, I was Joe and like in this in in this life I'm like the opposite where I just care a lot and there's a lot more going on in my mind and I and I'm driven a lot more by my emotions but in a much different way but like that's where I completely understand him like like to the point I don't even now that I'm much older and I really know him it's like nah bro like I don't even think he's reckless like I don't even know because Cause now it's like, psh, psh, look at me. I'm out here cutting emotional tethers. I feel like Joe was doing that since he's like eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like I really feel like he was doing that at such a young age because he was just like, oh, I just can't give a fuck about this person. I appreciate that. I appreciate that about him as well, because it's like, I want to get there, but in my sensible mind. <laughs> like, I, don't think I'll, I don't think I'll ever get there. And that, me that's either. The, that's another thing 
that I love about being Joe's friend. I'll never be able to get there, but, but I, I don't love have to. I can watch him. it. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to because this motherfucker's here. Like, like <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm, I say the same thing. I'm like, yo, I don't have to be like him. Like, I don't have to be that level because he could honestly just say what I want to say, but not like <laughs> I can just watch it from afar. Like, yes. <laughs> No, yeah, like I'll be the nigga right next to him. Like he fully flipped the table, and I'll be like, "You, well, I don't." He was acting like he wasn't gonna uh, flip the table. You, you deserved it. He, he kept giving, he kept giving you warning signs, and you just kept taking it on. He told you he was gonna flip the table. He said, "Next time I'm gonna flip this table." Boop. And you did it. So and you didn't heed the warning. I was trying to tell you. Yeah, I'll be the one with popcorn sitting on the side, watching. Like, oh, exactly. Yeah, and with Antonio, like again, like I think, I think oh. he's just learning about. I I feel like I I hate that I'm so fucking over analytical and deep with my friends, but I literally care about these motherfuckers. No, I think that's what uh, makes us different. I mean, I know everyone says you meet your like lifelong friends in college, but I honestly think us being like this since the beginning. Because I wasn't the type to really talk to anybody about a lot of things. I will, people always come to me, but here with, with y'all, I was kind of not forced, but like, I feel safe enough to try to talk to y'all about. So it's fine. But as years went by, I feel better and, and, and it's easier. Like I haven't had this easy communication with probably, I can't even say probably with one of my mother, of course, like that's, I'm not excluding family. I haven't had easy communication with other people outside of my family and y'all are practically my family. So it's, yeah. it's easier you can say. And I don't, as going, referring back to Antonio, I just, he's better. <laughs> I think, I think he's reformed. Great, no, I think, yeah, literally. I think what's great about him is I feel like, He's one of the one of my friends that I feel like I had an actual impact on. Where like I feel like if he never met me or you or Joe, he really wouldn't be like that. And and like narcissistically, I'm super happy he's taken a lot of my positive traits. But like I feel like now he really is like doing his own thing. And like like I said about Joe, like. I, I love the fact that Antonio is who the fuck he is and he never won't be that guy. Like, and there's something to be said about that because there's there's so many bad qualities about it, <laughs> but there's so many good qualities that it's like, wow, like that's that quality matters. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like the fact that you showed up 45 minutes for this late, for this Zoom call, it's like that, wallet. But the fact mm -hmm. that like you would punch a nigga in the face for you is a whole different thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and not like on a ha funny, like, no, he would do it. Like he would do it. He would do it no questions asked. No questions asked. I mean, I what wish I was going, I was uh, sad to say, I wish I was coherent for, um, I do wish I was coherent for some of these instances when he was ready to fight. Because me, I was, you know, having fun, having the time of my life in college, like, yeah. And, and then not realizing like <laughs> I'm out here no, causing yeah. I mean I wouldn't say causing issues I was just having fun to where people got overly excited and then y'all would be like hey back up and then they'd be like what and he'd be like hey don't don't test me like don't try it no because again like I said people are trash a lot of people don't understand what they're putting out into the world there was so many guys in college that like well, I'm different. I have a sister and my sister is like literally like one of the most important people in my life. And so I've always had a really big space in my heart for like women in general and especially like black women. Like I grew up around like a super strong minded, like Haitian ass mom. And my sister is like a literal like a Haitian little born. Like she's like one of those girls that's like very outspoken i'm very about her emotions so let you the fuck know and so like i care about like black women in my life and like i used to see that like there would be a lot of niggas that would just not give them a fuck the bitch like you never you never, you were never supposed to just grab some girl without asking you were like and and, and what i mean by asking is if you even think that somebody could see what you're doing 
and categorize it as grabbing, being aggressive, or like doing too much, you are doing too much. Like that, that should be the only, because for example, that's exactly how my fucking sister explained it to me. Like if you're doing anything to a female that you, if another person saw, they would not call anything but good things, you're out of pocket. You're like you're out of pocket as a male. Wait, James, are you moving? Did you just die? Oh my God, you died? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You just sound like you were moving. Oh no, sorry. I was probably like moving in my swinging chair. <gasps> You're in the chair. Yeah. But pretty much to the point, there's a lot of dudes that would just wildly disrespect you like in a club or like just doing too much. And like you, and by disrespect, I mean, for example, like Amber did like to have a good time in college. We all the fuck did. So it's like, yo, if she's hella drunk and like she can dead ass not even put like if, if she's so drunk that she can't tell you what building she lives in, she's not the shorty you should be taking home. And like, that's just what it is. Like, like I'm a respectable guy. Like, unless we both blacked TF out, I'm not- Which we, which we never did, it, unless we were in the same room. Like we were in the room together. We never blacked out. No, but, but I've also like gone, like gotten really lit. And like, for example, been a nigga and gone home with a girl, but it's like, I'm, I'm in this I'm in this club blacked out. You in this club blacked out. Like this is something where it's like whatever. You know, like, like for example, like we're both adults, like let's just do that. But like if you are coherent and this other person's blacked out, like what the fuck? Like, are you kidding? Like like, like are you are you joking right now? Like are you really <laughs> trying to are you trying to take this girl home? Like, what type of nigga are you? Like, and then for example, how like where me and Antonio got into it, a lot of times it was just the fact that like We'd be leaving, and you'd be like, "Okay, let's go." I'm actually too drunk for this. Oh shit! Oh, no, <laughs> well, you can. I got an alarm for my fucking schoolwork. You? No, um, I, you're, you're. I'm glad you did that because I should have sent one too. But I'm gonna wait. Nah, but it's fine. But like, it's just like, no, just don't disrespect women. Like niggas, like stop. Like just stop. And it's getting worse too. But that's another topic for another day. Cause my good met, my good uh, sis Megan is out here thriving. So. Even that whole situation is so tragic to me because it's like, I didn't even know that people really didn't respect Megan the Stallion. Like, bro, not, bad. And not in like the haha, like, oh, I'm a nigga, you know, she's talking about like cash shit, my pussy didn't did. Like, no. Like, we, like, even I, Amber, because I am a fan of music, like, when you showed me Megan the Stallion, I was the first one to be like, her music's ass. And then you were like, no, 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 no. You have to listen to her freestyle. Like, she's a rapper. Like, and she's a real like, rapper. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to her freestyle. Because, for example, I did the exact same thing with Lil Dicky. When oh. I first heard Lil Dicky, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? And I like someone Lil was like, no, no, no. No, they were like, you have to listen. Like, this, that man can freestyle. Yeah, like you need to go back. Like people, so many people, are like no, you need to go on YouTube and right. watch the videos. Because he makes jokes of songs, but he can freestyle. Not even just that. Even the fact that he can do jokes of songs—that's an I entire know. genre of rap that's dead. Like that's very like Tupac, Biggie, Snoop. To tell a story in your rapping is an art form. It's right. just the fact that he's a white Jewish goofy ass motherfucker. Right. Like he's. <laughs> going to he what he's not going to tell the same story that tupac told because it's like it's because he didn't he didn't grow up that way exactly and if he was sitting there telling like no offense to him i do like his music but if he was trying to be jack harlow and he was Lil dicky we'd all be like what are you talking about like <laughs> what are you talking know, they're gonna about? be like what you cannot rap about me yeah, because even the only reason I have respect for Jack Harlow is like when I looked up where he's from, I was like, oh, he's one of those white people that was literally only around black people. And like, not like regular black people, like ob oppressed, low income black people. So he actually learned the real world and it didn't matter that he was white because he was just around that all the time. And so he has an actual understanding of what he's rapping about. I don't know him as a person. He could get canceled tomorrow and all of this could be garbage. I know. But 
but for example like Lil Dicky same thing with Megan Thee Stallion like I did my research on her and like when I found out that one of the the last song on one of her albums was a freestyle that she recorded like months prior and then just put a beat on it like a different are you talking about the fever yes oh so she was on um yeah she was on beats one and she uh freestyled to the the guy's beat she basically took she she asked for his beat so she took the she the, he freestyled to the guy's beat and i was like damn no and it, and that, it, it became that, such a hit she that, had to put on the album no she can rap because oh, sorry mixtape everybody, everybody at home you need to look up if you still are one of those motherfuckers that's like oh man no like she actually can rap like you need to look up when she did that freestyle on Beats One and hear her absolutely fuck up her freestyle on and then take the and then go back and listen to Fever and go to the last song and see that she took that freestyle and put a different beat that she found. I don't even just look it. And she put it on her song and made it just as good. For you to be able to do that, like for example, if if you can see that then you're not a real you're not a fan of like Childish Gambino, Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar, um, J. Cole, like real rappers. You're not a fan of the real rappers because that's exactly what they did. And she did it and she's a young black female. And so from Houston, Texas, the other shit of people just not respecting her music just because that's who she is. And then it makes sense because i'm like oh wait why don't why isn't she famous that doesn't make any sense like, you know they were always gonna get on her regardless it was just it was a matter of time because they did the same thing i'm not saying cardi b is like in the same level i love cardi b i've always been a Barty. i've been a part of the Barty gang but i'm saying like when she first came out everybody was loving her they were like oh she's a stripper she's doing this she knows how to rap and all this other stuff and then um now that she's up there at the top they're hating on her bad but cardi b hasn't done anything but be herself so the same thing with megan like she hasn't done anything but be herself she raps cardi b raps about what she knows megan raps about what she knows megan says she got good uh she got good wop she's been rapping about that since the beginning Cardi B yeah. says that she got a good wop. That girl has been rap like legit from her first Gangsta Bitch Volume One mixtape. This Cardi B has been rapping about her vagina. Yep, and and I think it's trash that they talking about wop because it's like here's the thing: a Megan Thee Stallion, Point Blank Period, can rap. So like that's the thing that gets me upset is like. If you, if Megan Thee Stallion was a guy and you replace every time she says pussy with dick, she could be interchangeable with other rappers. <laughs> yeah. Like there are other rappers in the game right now that she would be like on the same level. Like literally not even, there would be no questions asked. It would be exactly the same. Right. Like I even, I even, I always mirror Megan Thee Stallion with Childish Gambino because I feel like they they give off that same energy. It's just that Megan Thee Stallion is like a big booty girl from Texas, so like she's not gonna appeal to a nerd, but like she appeals to a wider array of people because she doesn't fit into the one box in the right. same way Childish, Childish right. fit into one box. Where like Childish can never be like a J Cole level rapper. But the thing is that like he fits into like the the level with. Uh, chance like he is the same like that same weird type flow but he never got the same love as him and i i kind of can't really understand it but i mean you have no, to be fit into that same box of chance chance for example i love chance the rapper but like chance is rapping about the same shit childish gambino will rap about different things like he's an actual artist like right chance the rapper knows his niche and which means that's a box. Like Chance the Rapper is kind of following in like the Kid Cudi footsteps and like the the rappers that are talking about some shit. You know what I mean? Like they're not like Kendrick Lamar is a little bit more like on the serious end, but like Chance, Kendrick, Kid Cudi, old Kanye, these are the people that Jay-Z, like these are the motherfuckers that were like rapping about, like, no, 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 like I've been through it. <laughs> like, Right. Like, I've been through it. Like, I'm not writing this song about a, another thing. Like, nobody's helping me write this. Like, this happened to me. Um, but, like, childish, it's not the same because. 
So you know, you could actually put him with Little Dicky. I'm not sitting on the same category, but like Childers, he really didn't struggle, struggle. He had help. And like after like finding I did I was like looking him up. I was like, who was Donald Glover? Like he had his own little YouTube channel going on where he was like writing skits and then he then started to write for um School Rock, which was with uh yeah. Eddie Murphy uh Eddie, not Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock and um not Chris Rock, what's his name? Tracy Morgan, I believe. And then yeah. like then he started getting his own platform from there and also his family was kind of like at a young age he did they did struggle but then after a while he kind of leveled off to like he's okay so then he said after school rock he went to community and he legit was right in community he was one yeah. of the writers and, and producers of community and then from yeah. there he went on he did his own little um stand up and then he did um his mixtapes he was doing his mixtapes in between and he was doing music and he he loves acting so then he started acting in more movies now he's producing his own tv shows and he's still acting in movies and now they're making another movie about um younger han solo like a tv series about han solo i think or something like that i can't remember but it yeah. was like this man he's like he's like little dicky but the black version no yeah where i feel like there's different artists now and but like to the point megan the stallion's a real artist which is why i am tired of niggas disrespecting that like if you don't want to do the research then you just don't want to you don't want to truly admit that she's probably a better rapper than like kodak black 21 savage oh um, she could rap Oh, I, love, I love 21 if you if we ever actually were to rank like rappers i don't even want to disrespect some niggas that are listening but like she's gonna break top 10. like her and Nicki minaj are probably gonna be really high up there like like, like they're probably gonna actually be that high up there because it's like oh but they actually rap where <laughs> it's like oh shit, like you know you know a whole you know a whole verse by heart don't you like you know that doesn't happen if that person's not a good rapper like that right. doesn't happen that really doesn't happen like you don't you don't remember the whole verse if you if they're not a good rapper or even a whole song like i could tell you everybody i'm i don't, I don't care what people say i don't care how you feel about nikki everybody knows itty bitty pig itty bitty piggy at least a portion of it if not all of it it's I iconic say, i would i would call for example i'm a guy i'd call chest if you you know you know the whole like for example if you're a guy listening to this you know monster you know the whole song mm. you know her verse you know her verse in that and you know her verse in bedrock those are the two songs where you're not gonna act like Nicki Minaj. i guess it's my turn Damn thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> he bad, but he probably right. Hey. Yeah, no, those are like that's but like yeah, like I actually care about music where it's just like, yeah, these two female rappers like are like the Foxy Browns of our time. Like they're doing it. Like they're really doing it. Like they just don't look like a they just don't look like Foxy Brown. But the nineties were a different time. Like like back in the day it was cool to be a little bit more like deep, like like you had to really show depth to like for people to give a fuck but like art was yeah different. like that that's why until little kim took it over for the the females and had to put some sex appeal into it and allowed women to be sexy yeah. instead of like i mean queen latifah i i feel like we should give the og to like queen um yeah. mc light and salt and pepper like i will give it to them when you talk about rappers as in starting the foundation, but as in breaking off into being sexy instead of trying to be like a man. Cause I know they were just like, not like, not like a, not more of how, I don't know how you would term it now. It's like, they want to dress more in terms of male rappers. Like you could dress how you want to dress. If that's how they want to dress, that's fine by me. But I feel like some of it might've been forced because they were like, no, nobody's gonna look at a female in like a dress rapping. You oh, gotta be like, you gotta be in like some pants, but when Little Kim came out, and she was like, oh, you know, 
that's the difference. Back when like those rappers were a thing, hip hop was about, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go deep into this because I'm an actual hip hop dancer, so I care about hip hop culture. But hip hop back in the day actually was not like now. Hip hop for us is like, oh, the bass kit or like da 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 da. Like hip hop back in the day was like, no nigga, we, we kill niggas like, and it's because we're actually killing niggas in the street like, and it's because that's the only way that we can eat like. It's like it's not. It was a lot more like when Queen Latifah, when Salt and Pepper were around. Like, even if you were a girly girl, you were not running around like how a girl would dress now. Because it's just like some motherfucker is really gonna try you, and you're gonna have to literally kill him. Like, right? Like, like it, it was a different time, and so like they weren't even more masculine. It was just like, that's what a hood bitch back in the day looked like. Like, it was like, like it's it's not, it's not even male because like, that's not what it was. It was like, that's actually just a piece of history. Like Queen Latifah, like, yeah, she's Queen Latifah. And now we know that she's just more of that kind of woman. But mm -hmm. she, I think she's that kind of woman because that's the environment she grew up in. You're not gonna be Trina if you were never celebrated shaking your ass. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, Trina grew up in Freaknik times. Yeah, and like for and Trina was from Miami. Like And Trina's from Miami. Yeah, like she's from Miami. And so like everybody listening, you've heard or you know how Miami moves. Like it's a different kind of thing. Like probably for Trina to even be heard the first time. And she can rap she someone had to probably find trina attractive like back in the way way back day like let's keep it a buck like the person that probably gave her a chance probably thought she was attractive and then immediately was like oh but she can rap like and then she became trina but like that's the unfortunate of like back in the day in miami like there's probably so many females rapping but if they didn't look like trina they wouldn't get any attention and it kind of cascaded into like birthing people like um, Soedi that are kind of like very, their platform is the fact that like, oh, I, I'm like, I'm a bad bitch. And that's like, that's the point. Um, when like in Trina's time, it was like, I don't think she was worried about being bad. I think she was just from Miami and like was a black girl that like had her shit together and then also could rap. like. So when she wanted to be a rapper, she was able to get that attention. Like it didn't, mm -hmm. she didn't use it, but it was definitely not something that she was like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not talk about it. Like, right. it's a direct correlation of my life. I just, I just wish Meg all, it's so sad to see people like saying, attacking her and then calling her a snitch. And then also like, calling her a man saying that Tori knew he was messing with a man and I was like first of all y'all were just dick riding her about a couple months ago like y'all were like actually no y'all weren't take it back they were saying why is she twerking so much legit this girl can twerk you're just mad that you can't twerk like her and then y'all were dick riding her saying how gorgeous she is she got a body I'm, I'm gonna get I would smash that ma'am sir she wouldn't even smash you uh and now y'all over here switching and saying calling her a snitch and all that she was a civilian I don't even think people who don't know street code me personally i can't say i know street code like that because i never really grew up in that but i know that if i'm a part of something i'm not gonna tell on myself because i was a part of it like I, i'm not gonna say nothing but if i'm not a part of it and i see if i get shot i must i'm gonna just let it fly at this point but like oh, people yeah. can't be speaking on how she should be snitching or not that's not even snitching and this i think life was in danger no and like from a legal tip i don't think people understand that like megan is like i'm not i'm gonna take it here like on a legal tip megan the stallion is a black woman mm. alleging another black man shot mm. her so what that means is off bat nobody's gonna believe her and i don't care what you think that's the facts like there's statistics behind this there's cases if you want to dm me and i can send you some really long theses about this shit. like this is the real world like that we live in the fact that just because it's megan the stallion is the only reason people are even questioning if tory lanes did it like if it was if it was taylor swift like motherfucker would have been in jail like been in jail like that's just what it is like 
because it would have been a white woman and a black guy. Like he would have immediately been in jail. But like mm -hmm. now that it's a black woman and a black man, what that automatically means is nobody's gonna believe the black woman, which is unfortunate. And she but protected him too. She didn't even say that was him who shot her first. Like she kept quiet. Mm-hmm. And the problem is is like the only thing in the legal system and in her case that was going to make people stop coming at her about it would be him saying that he shot her. You know what I mean? And he wasn't going to do that. So like the only way that she could even get the probably the police to care and for all of the people to stop coming at her about it is by saying that he did it. Like there's there's facts behind this that's why when i saw that i was like everybody was like oh my god i cannot believe she actually did that and it's like what did y'all expect her to do spend her the rest of her career being asked if tori lane shot her i know and then finally when they got it they're just like uh, why'd you say something why'd you even say anything like you've been asking her this for like months y'all yeah, are like, so obsessed over it and no, like, and let's not get it twisted again. Like, again, like, not to make it dark, but like, yo, she's a black woman. You know how many people probably have legitimately come up to Megan Thee Stallion as she's recovering from a gunshot wound and talking about, oh, did Tory Lane shoot you? Do people not understand? Like, it was a gun. Like, getting shot is gonna have some actual like repercussions on your mental. You're not know. gonna wanna consistently only talk about your shooter to every person you speak to like no one no one's caring about her mental health no one's caring about how she's doing no one's like no one's doing that everybody's just like oh who shot you who shot you who shot you it's like she what did you expect her to do like like i knew she was gonna say that tori did it even honestly even if he didn't i knew she was going to blame somebody because it was like if people don't probably get out of megan the stallion's dm she's gonna stop making music like, like oh and i like, cannot have that i cannot because that <laughs> would be sad it would be a sad girl summer no but that's how like that's how the industry does like black female artists like there's a history of it because that's just how it is like especially like fucking hip-hop or like any i don't even want to say any any like street style music like fucking look at look at whitney houston where it's just like literally once niggas found out she did crack like who forgot about that oh Her they kept asking they kept going on about it right amber like for example you're an old soul you have to know for years whitney houston was accosted with the fact that she did crack like and it, granted she did look like she was on crack all the time but it was still like but how come nobody's talking about how bad lil wayne looks how come no one's talking, no one's talking about, about him because he got two little braids two little locks left and he looking like he needs some help exactly why is nobody talking about how kodak black is just ugly why is no one talking about like, like why is Ugh. no one talking about things like no one talks about these things but for example like everyone no one really talked about the fact that bobby brown got whitney on crack exactly and nobody <laughs> talks about the fact that bobby brown beat whitney abused mentally physically emotionally did everything to whitney and they just want to say were you on crack though exactly like that's what i'm saying like that's but that's just how the industry is and that's kind of how hip-hop is unfortunately so i do feel bad for megan this Stallion. i really do because it's kind of just like fuck <laughs> like it's like fuck like she really had no she just needs good people around her because i know she lost her mother and her grandmother around like about a month apart Jeez. and i know her mom had a brain uh cancer had brain cancer and her grandmother i think she just died of old age i wasn't too sure and then her father i think wasn't really in her life I, or he died early on i don't remember but she never really had anybody so she just was like her new fame she was going to school she still had to perform and put on the face and i'm like you know i'm gonna support her in anything that i can i can try to support her in that's my sis i love her she's amazing she got body goals she did say she goes they girls be sending pictures to their doctor saying i'm body goals that is true she's amazing like oh oof, i wish i could marry her myself no, but that's another thing I actually, why I really have a lot of respect for Megan Thee Stallion too. Like, for example, like I do choreography book me. <laughs> book me. Um, hey. But if, like, I'm not trying to do no WAP choreo, but if you want me to fucking choreograph them bitches in that pool, <laughs> I'll 
I've been getting it. <laughs> yes. But literally getting it. But um, the thing is, I feel like Megan Thee Stallion, even though I like Nicki Minaj, don't get me wrong, but I feel like Megan Thee Stallion actually is the Trina of our time, where I feel like Megan Thee Stallion is unapologetically like in touch with her sexuality, but she's not even being vulgar about it because of where she's from. Like, versus like Cardi B. Cardi B is gonna be vulgar about it because she's from BX. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's like she doesn't, she doesn't give a fuck like at all. But like Megan Thee Stallion's from like Houston, Texas. So like, she's gonna talk about it, but she realistically isn't even wilding like that. Like, she's really not. She's really not, like, she's honestly talking maybe the closest, like, another guy would talk. Is she taking it as far as Cardi B? No. <laughs> like, she's actually, the, someone said she's talking Houston. And it makes sense because, yeah, like, like um, from the South, I feel like this is just how y'all talk. Like, I feel, like, I feel like. I th- it's because this uh, rapper, female rapper, just Britney, she's from Houston as well. And she did, like, songs with Beat King, who's, like, a known a Houston rapper down here who just who makes just nasty twerk your ass type songs um just Britney she rapped she always talked about her vagina but she talked about her life and she'd be like I can't think of a rap lyric night right now because I really didn't listen to her but I enjoyed her music when it came on the radio of course but like she would talk like that but Megan she's just more vulgar with it and she just like listen I don't care what y'all think I have met a couple bitches from the South, like Amber included, and like I just feel like you guys are much more. I feel like I'm a mixture. I can't truly say I'm from the South because I don't know half the stuff. When they, when I, okay, I'm gonna tell you the truth. When I first heard Megan, I thought this was like ridiculous. I don't like Houston rappers. I hate them with a passion because I feel like their their drawl is so like, ugh, it's annoying. I'm not a fan. So like I'll listen to it because I have to because I'm down here. But then when I started to listen to her more, and I heard her freestyles, I was like, oh, she's not. You can't really hear it, and I'm fine with that. And like I don't really know a lot of New York rappers, or like I don't know a lot. So I'm in between. Like I can't, I I can't sit here and listen. Like if you give me a Houston rapper now, like Maxo Cream, he's a Houston, a uh, local Houston rapper that he's becoming popular. I can't sit here and listen to him. I just can't. But he's good. I just can't though. I'm just like, eh. so I get the whole point of like when you first heard, it, you're like, ah. Well, then when you said no, it's just more like, for example, like don't get me wrong, like I am, um, even though I'm this entitled of my emotions and I love talking about that dumb shit, I am like a hood rat from the streets in my heart and soul, and so like I love some straight black black people music, and so that includes like twerky music because for you to really be in tap with your culture you have to know every parts of it and like parties where girls are throwing ass are a part of black culture like that is like a thing like and if you don't experience it you aren't experiencing your full blackness and like you should immediately experience it because that's when you'll find out like oh like she's not throwing her ass because she's a hoe like no like there's some culture where it's just like it's beat king (laughs) it's an art (laughs) Like, when they be on their necks, I'll be like, wow, that's a no, Yeah, like when you see a bitch hop up in a handstand and bend her arms to support herself with her back and her biceps to independently twerk both her ass cheeks, that's not, oh, she's just a hoe. It's like, no, like she practiced doing Like this that. is practice in the mirror. Like you know what you look like right now and you're upside down. And they're confident. Yeah. But yeah, like I do love some good like straight hood rap music. So like that kind of that kind of soul, that kind of vibe, I've always loved that. Because I don't know. I just like pretty much I love my blackness. So like if that makes me like a a ratchet at my soul, then that's what it should be. I don't think any black person should not every black person should be ratchet. If you're not ratchet, then you're like honestly not even being authentic to yourself. If you're not a little, bit good, a little bit, they want to call I, the, the the devils in the white suits want to call it ratchet because they don't understand it. Yeah. When it's like realistically, no, like we're just this is actually how it's like are. when y'all are off beat. I, yep. I I don't under I don't understand that. 
Yep. How are y'all up? Be like, we were watching the news and legit, they were doing a swag surf. And I was, me and mom, they were just showing like past uh, football rallies. And mom was like, what are they doing? Are they like, I was like, mom, they're offbeat. Like, I, I don't, we don't even hear music. And I know they're doing it to swag surf and they're all offbeat and we don't hear anything. Like, you oh, see them offbeat. Uh-uh, where you got people bumping into each other during a swag surf. And, it's not and they're, they're clashing. So like when, like, just because you don't understand it, honey, don't comment on it. We don't comment on you being off beat. We rock with you. We be, we be trying to help you get on beat. You be like, wait, hey, wait, 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 go to the left first. No, 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 go go with me now. Yeah. You know, we don't call it a name. As a, dancer, you know? as a dancer, the best thing I've ever heard a teacher say, and I always say it when someone's like, oh like how do you how do you teach someone that has no rhythm and it's like i'm not teaching you rhythm i'm not teaching you how to be on beat i'm actually teaching you how to finally have a good time like like that's what being on beat is like being on beat yeah like being on no 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 not even while doing it the moment you become on beat is when you notice that you're having a good time that's it i'm a dancer and that's a real art statement like i had another dancer that choreographed for beyonce tell me that <laughs> the only way you will ever get on beat is when you start having a good time well that is how this shit works I know like be it's bored mentally, then at parties. yo that's how that's mentally how it works because it's like realistically like i couldn't even imagine but being white you probably are always dealing with something and so when music <laughs> comes on you're not allowing yourself to have that good of a time. Oh, you're scared. Yeah, you're scared or you're repressing something or you're probably way too drunk to even feel what you need to feel so you cannot be on the beat. That's why some people are on beat and some people aren't. They're not having a good time. Well, I'm having a good time talking to you. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing, Amber. That that's another reason I fucking loved you because, for example, like you're one of those people where I know that you can't dance, but you are always on beat, which means you bitch. Example, I can dance. Ever, no, no. But if you ever did, like coming from a dancer, like you probably would be really good. Like, no, like, oh, I, I told you, I, I, dance, right I probably I danced back in third four, third grade. The second and third grade i don't know if you want to count that but i was in new york and i was in the uh, at my old school i was in the dance uh club or whatever and we performed but that was third third grade so I, second and third grade so I, I don't i don't know how that would work out now but here we are no but that's how i always know like some people you you have it in your soul that you could probably cut up <laughs> oh i'll little- cut up to some zumba music oh and put some dance moves on with zumba hey <laughs> Shut up. (laughs) But even for example, like twerking, because for example, as your listeners need to know about you as a host, you do love throwing some ass. Um, Oh, I've I've given up that card. It's been. uh, Are you serious? Wow. Turn to sender. I only do it with uh, certain people, and it's very. Okay. Yeah. It's a different world now. You can't be running around doing that anymore. I can't. I'm too old. My back says no. Yeah, we are too old. Um, <laughs> I mean, my, I don't know how I got through it, but there were times I did some crazy things and still don't know how. Yep. But no, yeah, even that, I was like, yep, that's that's somebody. Yeah, because I've always been the guy, even before I started dancing, that niggas would push in the dance circle and I would fucking get it. Like, hey. <laughs> and it's one of those things where after I became a dancer and you think about that and you're like, where did this, where did I spawn from? Because no one in my family ever did it. I was like, oh, I've always been that guy. Like, I've always done that. Period. Like, were you there when the last time I was in New York, I got pushed into a random dance circle and it was like daytime. Like, <laughs> No, I feel like you told me the story though. Yeah, went to brunch literally middle of the day. Yes, yes, I remember you were telling me the story. I wasn't there. Yeah, no, oh yeah, you weren't because it was it was recent, recent. Um, fucking got pushed into a dance circle. Mind you, it's like three p.m. Like all the lights are on in this establishment. Like people are dancing like for real, for real. Like I actually just tried in this club in like in brooklyn because like niggas were like doing shit in here like literally like b-boying and shit i was like that was oh. with like uh the other james too right yeah literally yeah. got pushed before a real circle and i really like legitimately had to prove how hip-hop i was because the nigga that went before me literally was a b-boy oh. <laughs> <laughs> and i had to literally be like nah nigga i cut up <laughs> don't try me to the point, like, I walked out of that circle by somebody dapping me up and being like, yo, it was lit. 
<laughs> bottomless mimosas. Yeah, literally, it's like we're tapped up and everybody came up in here drunk. So it's two rounds each and that's it. Like, rounds on is, me, boys. <laughs> yeah, this is how you got served. We can't keep it. <laughs> yes, your moose. No, yeah, like, no. We can't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's just hilarious. Once COVID is up, I, I want to go and visit that spot. Yeah, I always visit it. You know what's crazy? It closed R.I.P. Shut to up. Woodland, Brooklyn. No, I'm dead ass serious. Are they closed serious? it down because they were, and they were, R.I.P. to Woodlands in Brooklyn because they used to serve so much liquor that they got shut down. They got shut down because it's illegal. Like, you cannot be getting people that drunk because you want to know what happened outside of outside of Woodlands, so many arrests for public intoxication <gasps> that they had to shut the place down. Aww. But it makes sense because I walked out of Woodlands every time. Literally, me and the Holy Ghost are holding hands. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I walked out of that place at my absolute lowest. I am honestly screaming right now. <laughs> no, that, no, that place was absolutely wilding for what they used to do to the patronage there. Like, I I feel like I, I tipped someone at Woodlands $50 one time. Like, I feel like I threw down a lot of money on a tip because I just was so drunk and the person was just like so, such a good waitress that I, with my cheap ass, I threw down way too much money. Like, like hey, here. <laughs> yeah, like looking back on it, I'm like, what? <laughs> Did I spend $300 in a day? Like. But that's that was Woodlands where you just get absolutely annihilated. Dang. Oh, all, all over twenty one though. So this was actually responsible. <laughs> they had no business. They had no business. They had no business serving that much liquor. It was crazy. Damn. I hope they opened up a new one. Whoever the owners were. Well, no. There's there were so many other places. It was just we always went to Woodlands because. For example, it was super easy to get there on the on the train in New York, which was like a, an important thing. Yeah, it's like we're all gonna get blackout after we. I need to walk a block so I could get on the train and go home. Because <laughs> like, like, if I have to New York this and walk fifteen minutes, like I'm gonna fucking die. Like yeah, at this point, I know. <laughs> yeah, you're working walking like eight blocks. Like yo. Yo, or I'm gonna spend sixty dollars on an Uber. Oh nah. <laughs> oh no, Amber. The amount of people I know that were like, I live in the Bronx <gasps> and I'm about to take an Uber back because I cannot. Mm-mm. I was supposed to take a sacrifice to take that train. I'll take the train. I'll take the train. Came out like, yo, I don't even have my wallet anymore. <laughs> gotta take, gotta take, gotta take an Uber. I, I I don't miss Ubers. I love being in Texas about that. That's the only thing I like about Texas. I don't need an Uber. No, I miss New York City with every fiber of my being, but I feel like I'm getting back to the person I was in New York. So now, like, Boston is kind of, like, just where I'm at. I'm not really, like... I'm ready to move back to the East Coast, though. You really should, because, well, I love Texas, though. I really do no. want to Texas, yeah. I know every single person that I know from the South, but I fuck with y'all so much. Like I feel like I you can. Every, I feel like I like know the culture. So many good people from the South. I know so many good people from Texas, Atlanta, but none of y'all live there anymore. And everybody says it's garbage, and that just there's no way. <laughs> I just don't like quiet. You can love the culture, but it's like so quiet. There's not to me. There's nothing to do. As in, like I can just go. Um, to a park like I, I went to what's that park uh, in Queens um, shoot I can't remember there was a park in Queens that I went to uh, with a couple of classmates in freshman year and I just we just sat there all day just talking and, and doing nothing and enjoying the day here where, what park I have to drive to get to the park like I know I like outside I like noise when I go to sleep I want to hear like fire like fire, uh, sirens going off I hear crickets and uh, cicadas. No, no, I I don't really care about that anymore. I I thought I loved the New York of New York, but I actually hate it. 
Um, but what I do love about New York is exactly like you said. I am the type where it's just like, but bro, I want to be doing something all the time. Like, right? You have your public and, transportation. You can go wherever. Yeah, and and when you're like that, you're kind of just always on your shit because anything could happen at any moment. And so, like, you you care about your fits. You care about how you look. You care about what you're doing. Like. You care about what you're doing in a day because you're like, yo, I could be doing all of this other stuff. You won't, there's, there won't be a day in New York that you'll just sit at your crib unless you are making the conscious decision to do that. And those days feel even better. Like, I feel you. That's kind of how Boston is though too. Like when you're, it's kind of like Texas, like it's not a real city. So like I could spend like during primetime quarantine, I was like, this isn't even much different than what this was for me already like because it's like where i was originally at it was like what part what i'm not driving to get there like no like i'm not i'm not whooping it like no like that's not how it is but that's not how you feel in new york and like a lot of places in the northeast but i do miss that i really do like being like yo let's just go do something and it was not like a oh who driving how we get in there <laughs> can everybody get there like that was never a thing it just didn't exist mm-hmm. oh james 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 just the city is the better way of life but i appreciate you for coming and having our one-on-one personal conversation Oh my god, it's fun. Yes. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even say what are you drinking? Because I've been drinking water this whole time. Literally same. Okay, good. <laughs> and now my Hello. bladder is calling to me. <laughs> Hello. No, yeah, I've been drinking water the whole time because I got fucking school in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Oh my god, how do you know? Oh, I haven't I oh I was talking about myself, but hey. <laughs> I literally have class at nine o'clock. That's crazy. Gotta wake up at eight thirty. <laughs> no, it's Zoom. I'm fully waking up. That's the difference. I'm a two hour nigga. I made the I made it past the hump. I'm, I'm See, that's the thing. Five. Like my computer is so slow. Like my laptop is so slow. I have to like legit wake up at eight thirty so it could come on by eight forty five. So I could log in into it by eight fifty five, and then hit the joins class by eight fifty nine. Oh my god. This is another way we're so different, Amber. I don't even understand how you have this much patience for things in your life. I don't either. (laughs) That would drive me a horror. Especially with my late ass. I would show up to class every day 30 minutes late because I would just be like, oh, my computer takes 30 minutes to turn on. And they'd be like, James, you can't. can't." I'm not about to to get dropped from this. No, fuck out of here. Yo, that would be me. Like, yeah, I've come 30 minutes late every time, but I'm not. You're not going to drop from the class. Yeah, I'm about to see me early. Mm. Hello. Like, I want, I, I want, I know, I need these teachers to know me. Oh, no, I'm the same way, but they already will. That's the thing. The listeners can tell I'm that. I've already been emailing like three of them. <laughs> and that okay. is school just started today. I was like, it's happening up. I was trying to know. But um, do you want to plug any socials? Because, you know, I support black businesses. I support black people in general. I know you're a dancer, so I know you want to be hit up. I also put whatever he says in the description if he wants to plug anything. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you guys want to follow me um, for, you know, my I only have an Instagram and my Instagram is strictly for my dancing. But you could also follow me on it and DM me for whatever. My name is, it's on there is James, spelled just like every other James, underscore J-A-E, underscore Peen, P-E-A-N. For my Haitians, that's Pam, but it's for everybody else. Um, But yeah, follow me on there. I post a lot of, honestly. He's active, better than me. I'm not that active. I post enough that I can have a career. Well, you're act- you're active more than me, okay? <laughs> yeah, be- yeah, but I have to. A lot of my posts translate into checks, and that's kind of just what the word. Is. Um, and so yeah, follow me on there for dance stuff. I'm gonna be posting more. Like I, I care about fashion. I care about black people. Um, I care about, um mental health that's super Mm -hmm. important for me right now like black people mental health 
and getting his back through dance. That's kind of what my Instagram is about. So if you fuck with that. Hey. Um, hey. Right. If you're in the Northeast area, if you're ever trying to take class from the kid, um, I, teach all I teach all, all levels. I teach in Massachusetts. I teach in Rhode Island. I teach in New York City. Um, and if you want me to teach in your city, hit me up. <laughs> hit me up. So Especially with Zoom. Oh, well, hey, you <laughs> see? Zoom. 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 If you do a Zoom class, I'll be in that motherfucker, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Again, his um his Instagram is at James, like regular J-A-M-E-S underscore J-A-E underscore Peen, P-E-A-N, or Pay. I don't know how you say it. Uh, I'm not going to butcher it. Hey, no, I can teach you right now. Pay. Pay? Like the word pay, like P-E, like the word pay. Pay, like P-A-Y. Pay. And then straight, like the guttural noise, uh, like A-U-H. Hang on. <laughs> yep, that's how you say it. Oh, <laughs> I'm not very good it. at these. Uh, don't judge. Anyway, I I greatly appreciate you joining. Um me on this wonderful episode oh we it's such a nice talking to you right thank you we're starting to remember it's vibes every time we talk vibes this is what this is us yep you already know i had a candle lit the whole time like this is i had incense going (laughs) (laughs) yeah thank you thank you thank you again for listening to um episode eight of great minds think alike part two um oh my god i'm sorry i'm i'm out of it because i was um in the intro i don't know if you heard but i am recording this the day of the verses and i'm am watching that so i'm muting it every time um but then i'm it's about to be over with anyway because you know the, the older you get the more is like nah baby we can't stay up any later but anyway <laughs> that's not the point that was james one of my closest friends he's a brother one of my three brothers you guys met them first episode james his instagram which he only gets on that's his only thing legit is james j-a-m-e-s underscore j j-a-e underscore peen p-e-a-n i think that's correct he says it in there anyway so if you need to listen it's at the very end it's also in the description as well um again i need to emphasize on the fact that i need to start posting on my podcast i need to get comfortable and confident in it and that's a confidence issue i definitely will agree on um i agree i'm greatly uh, appreciative of all the support i've gotten and again there's only two more episodes left I will not get into more. I'll get into more nitty gritty next episode, um, or maybe the last one to be honest. But thank you guys again for listening. I greatly appreciate all of you. You are like my friends, <laughs> every single one. Even though most of my friends are the only ones listening, which I don't care <laughs> because it's still love and support. <laughs> anyway, y'all have a wonderful week, and I will see you next.